0: There's joy in every journey.
1: Great Midwest Bank Hotline is where we find Eric Name. Eric Giannis, last night, pours in 50. It's his second 50-point uh, game in his career. His 17th consecutive double-double. What more can you say about Giannis? A 14-3 mark and an 8-straight uh, winning streak for the Bucks. What are you watching when you watch uh, Milwaukee Bucks basketball games? I know we're all fans and all that, but what are you specifically watching for?
2: Man, it, it with Giannis, it's it's at a at a spot where I don't even really know what how to describe this at this point. for me, I, I think it's always I'm always drawn to his passing and kind of where he is at this point and his playmaking, just because that's the thing I think that continues to, to improve and take him to the next level, I think. With the scoring that he does, we've all seen it, and we all kind of understand how he's going to get his points. Uh, and obviously the three-point shot is real exciting for him. But, you know, just some of the passes that he makes. Uh, there was one last night where he finds Pat content in the, in the right corner for a three, and uh, I, I still don't know how he got the pass there. He's up in the air. He has three bodies hanging on top of him. From the Jazz defense, and he's at the rim, and somehow he no looks one to the right-hand corner with only his wrist to get it there, and it, it was just a perfect pass. It looked like watching the play that his his uh, shot attempt at the rim was blocked to Pat Connaughton, but oh no, you watch the replay. He threw it out there. Uh, he, he made that pass out there. So uh, I guess for me, when I when I'm watching the Bucks, I'm always trying to see Giannis and, you know, his playmaking and where that has developed to and, and where, you know, where he's going with that next.
1: Yeah, certainly special to uh, witness, you know, the 24-year-old, and that's the key here, 24 years old. I uh, did a show last summer here uh, talking about Christian Yelich and, and ways to de- – how would you describe Christian Yelich? It's becoming the same way with, with Giannis. And this cat over here, Ryan Horvat says that Giannis is – what What did you say last week? He's going to be the best NBA player ever? I think he has the potential. I mean, okay, obviously okay. Michael
3: Jordan, LeBron gotcha. James, but, I mean, look at the numbers this kid's putting up. It's ridiculous. And if you look at it, like LeBron James, Michael Jordan, they picked up a basketball when they were five, six years old. Like, Giannis, this is all kind of new to him,
1: and he just gets better every year. He was year. kicking around a soccer ball at that age. Well, I mean, it it really is – it really is – Of really again, I, I don't know if we – have yet to appreciate him fully, but we're getting there for sure.
3: Right. Like, Eric, if you look at his game last night, I mean, two points shy of his career high, he finishes with 50 points, 14 boards, six assists. What impressed me most last night, no turnovers. That's the first time since I think like 1977 that a buck scored 50 points with no turnovers. I just feel like, what do you think the ceiling is for Giannis as far as like greatest player ever to play the game? If he stays healthy, of course.
2: Yeah, I think you have it right about – who you're kind of thinking about, you know, that, that 50 points, 10 rebounds, five assists with no turnovers, him and, him and Michael Jordan, only two people do that in an NBA game. Like that is, that is just right. ridiculous stuff. And, you know, I think we're at a spot where uh hyperbole is, is never necessarily your friend as someone analyzing the game. It's always something that you want to try to stay away from, but, with Giannis, it's just about the only thing that you can use to actually describe his game. Like you have to be hyperbolic in nature because I don't know how else you're going to describe what that dude does every night. I don't know how you can not use hyperbole to describe someone taking two steps from the three-point line and dunking on three cats. Like I, I don't know that that, that seems. To, to need some sort of exaggeration, exaggeration that seems to be, uh, you know, something that is just impossible. So uh, I, I think you're right on in thinking if he continues to, to keep improving and, and to kind of continue on a, the trajectory he's currently on, like, yeah, you have to talk about one of the greatest players of all time. Like, the, that's the only way to describe this. And it, to me it is always staggering with him how he manages to improve year over year. It it shouldn't be possible at this point for you know, for him to put up an M V P season where he averages twenty seven point seven points, twelve and a half rebounds, five point nine assists. It it shouldn't be possible to do more than that. And yet
3: and that's yeah. what I'm saying like you can't ignore the numbers. I mean even last night his 17th consecutive double double to start the season. Nobody's done that since Bill Walton did it 34 times in what like 1967. So it sounds funny when you say can he be one of the greatest of all time but I mean look at his body type. Like we've never really seen anything like him before in the NBA.
2: Yeah, he is he's absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't it does not at all add up for one a player to to Look like that, and to be that athletic, there just really isn't many. I guys that have done that, and then on top of that, you add all the skills that he has. Right. Uh, the The fact that he sees the floor the way that he does, the fact that he can dribble the ball the way that he does, uh, and I mean, now you you see it again last night where he goes three for four from the three point line in the area fr- er, in the second half after going zero for four in the first half. Uh, that three point percentage is just, is still at thirty percent. Like it, it is still. Uh, you know, he's shooting almost five threes per game. And if it is that percentage, that is a real problem for any team trying to figure out how to cover him because they were struggling before he could shoot a little bit. And if he can shoot a little bit from deep, I I just don't know what you do.
1: Yeah, check him out, uh, Eric Name, on Twitter. And uh, we're talking Bucks basketball here, Chuck and Winkler, Tim and Ryan, in for the boys. Let me ask you this, uh, Eric. Um, we know about Bledsoe. We know about Middleton when he gets back, Brooke Lopez. We, we got all that. The next tier of players, and I think that's uh, what the Bucks are afforded here, the luxury of kind of finding out what you've got here as as the next guys up, if you will. DiVincenzo, Connaughton, I mean, these types of players. Who are those next type of guys that will help this team win an NBA title?
2: I think this year you really have to look at a guy like Wesley Matthews and try to figure out what he's going to bring on a night-to-night basis. He started off the season, he had three games in double figures, and then it was... He was quiet for a long time, and now the last three games, uh, he's been back to scoring a little bit more and figuring things out. Last night, he was huge, five of eight from the three-point line, has a huge third quarter that helped them get back into a game that they probably didn't deserve to win. Uh, with as well as the Utah Jazz shot the basketball, and you have this crazy performance from Giannis, and you have. Wesley Matthews do what he did in the third quarter. So uh, I think Wesley Matthews is a big one, especially with Brock You have to know what you're getting from Matthews on a night-to-night basis. He has to work on his consistency and, and kind of find a way. And then I think DiVincenzo is a good one to bring up as well, because if there, if there are players that can in some way increase the ceiling for this roster, it is it really is about a guy like Dante DiVincenzo. It's, it's the idea that one of their young guys, whether it's Dante, whether it's Sterling Brown, whether... Uh, I mean, even Pat Connington isn't quite as young as the other two, but still early in his career. Mm-hmm. If one of those three guys can can pop for this team, the ceiling of this team increases, I don't want to say exponentially, but significantly.
1: Yeah, so, no, no, I agree with you on Matthews. He said after the game last night that he's still... Early on, he's, he's trying to figure out what it takes to be a Milwaukee Buck and, and his role, and, and he, he admitted that the defense was there for himself. We all knew that, but I thought that was pretty prophetic what uh, Matthew said after the game.
2: Yeah, and, and he he's interesting because he, he's been in the league for so long at this point that he, uh, he just believes in his core that he understands how to play this game and he knows what is needed of him and he's going to be able to bring it. He just needs to find a little bit more comfort. He just needs to find exactly what his spots are and and how he can play the game. And I think we're getting closer and closer to that by the day.
1: Eric, I've uh, talked to you many times on the air. We've never met, but looking forward to that at some point soon, all right?
2: I look
1: forward to it. Thanks, Tim. Uh, All right, there he is, Eric Name. He joins us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Then look no further and call Great
3: Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank, providing simply local, common sense lending to your community since
0: 1935. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.